0: Welcome listeners to episode 23 of the Lone Road iRacers podcast. With me, your host, Guy Robertson. Our first subject matter tonight is an update from the iRacing development team. So the first insight they give us is what they've been up to really regarding projects and more importantly, the people uh, who are they they are hiring to actually run these uh, projects that are in the pipeline for us as, uh, as iRacers. So that's where they've uh, clearly been focused, trying to hire the right talent with the right experience uh, for develop for the development of iRacing for uh, the future uh, of us all. So it's good to hear that they're thinking about the talent to to move iRacing, you know, above and beyond what we currently got today. So the teams have been reinforced with new artists, programmers, creative talent production staff, and managers. Uh, And it gives an example that one high-level engineer joined us with years of experience working on both the consumer and pro version of a different sim. Uh, One of our top creator hires has experience spanning decades across sims of multiple racing disciplines, ranging from rally to oval. So that just shows you the diverse talent that iRacing are picking up really on the users, and, and that means us, Um, and what we're going to see in the future as for road racing and racing in general most of uh, us know that there's a massive project underway to add rain and they touch base on this specific subject we're very excited about how it's all coming together the plan for or for it to be released is this year and we are pushing to get it done however uh, and the quote here it says uh, basically i'll get yelled at if i promise uh every anything in this particular interview about this project but that's good to hear that rain is coming this year folks that's a massive insight into you know what is coming so it, it goes into a bit more detail the tires themselves are being worked on constantly which will improve all forms of racing of course rain created a tremendous amount of new tire and track surface work as our engineers call call the rain tire work in their technical design document tires on a film of fluid so that's going to be really really important going forward for the iRacing community so it gives further insight into what also is potentially coming to iRacing so, again, quoting, it says, Beyond our numerous sim R&D projects and improvements, we're focused, as ever, on expanding our racetrack and race car offerings. Our racing service and community are global in scale and cater to a wide variety of racing fans and racing niches. Recent efforts to expand our reach in Europe, Asia and Australia uh, Australasia Sorry have been very successful, with numerous tracks being licensed, scanned and worked on by our teams. While our list is intensive and development efforts will span many seasons of development, some notable upcoming projects include Algarve, Aragon, Jurez, Misono, Pukikoho and Ledonen. We have actually signed several other great international tracks beyond these, Uh, But that is enough to tease us for today. We're also returning to an iRacing Favour that has become outdated, Zanvort, Zanvort was scanned last week and it will be going straight into our production process. Locally, our US-based team is on their way to California to capture data on a dirt oval paved short oval and and our collaborative project with NASCAR continues to expand and evolve. So that gives us another bit of an insight of the commitment that iRacing has got for us to widen the tracks, widen the uh, cars that we can race, folks. So the future is positive as far as I'm concerned. iRacing, thanks for that teaser. Our second subject tonight is... In regard to the Bathurst 12 Hours that has just finished last weekend. Um, team Upar Gaming, who, that uh, that is my team, we had a good representation. Uh, three uh, colleagues or friends, myself, um, Craig and Chris, um been training, practising, I would say for at least a month, getting ready for this very... Difficult race on the, one of the most difficult tracks in the world from a danger point of view. You can't make a mistake without hitting, hitting a board and creating either chaos behind in front or damage to your car. So, full of excitement, we uh, woke up early Saturday morning, 5am, had some breakfast, um, registered the car, uh, the team, everybody was ready to go. Um, our first challenge of the day was just getting out of the pit. Now, for whatever reason, and we don't really know, um, our lollipop man kept saying, "You need to do a repair." Now, we tried several uh, things, uh, including searching on the internet, asking in the chat, uh, in the practice, uh, in the practice server, how. Anybody else suffering from, from this? It, it kept saying a code as well. Hashtag some kind of numbered code. Um, but it went on and on. We came out the sim, back in the sim. Same problem for me anyway. It didn't seem to be a problem for Craig. The lollipop man just kept saying six minute, six second repair and it wouldn't let me do anything. So that was a bit strange. So after we had exhausted... The usual, we can't find anything on the internet, blah, 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 blah. Craig suggested we shut my PC down and reboot everything. So the stream was shut down. The iRacing, both AI and the website, shut down. Um, All my other streaming paraphernalia shut down. It was now getting towards quarter to seven with the race starting. um, Just after seven o'clock um booted back up hey presto it worked um i was allowed out of the pit to get a few practice laps in before quali so that was the first stressful uh thing of the day we finished qualification i think it's 30 second or something like that we were 30 second best car in, in in that split as well so perfect if you like on the grid, rolling start, as you know, down the hill, at the bottom of the, the big hill. Um, and we were ready to go. So we just got under the bridge, starting to build up uh, the power and the speed of the car. Only to then have to slam on the brakes as there was a massive concertina effect in front. And basically I got rammed slightly on the front right and wing and got totaled from behind. So we hadn't even made corner one, or even the start line, straight into the pits with at least ten others with seventeen-minute repair, and we hadn't even started the race. So a month of practice and a disastrous start. Don't know whether that affected anybody else, but we were we were deliberating afterwards. wouldn't it be nice for iRacing to have a false start it happens in real life you get a wave around and we restart you know these 12 hour 24 hour races somebody's made a mistake somewhere looking at the footage it was even potentially a a big netcode problem however the time that, that you're spending in that in on that particular challenge in this case 12 hours would it be possible to have a false start and wave everybody around? What is one lap in a 12-hour or a 24-hour race? Nothing. So if we get enough votes, is that something that could be done? It was a simple mistake or a netcode problem that caused that pile up. Um Something to deliberate, you know, talk between yourselves. Is it something that uh, us high racers in the long endurance races could canvas iRacing racing for enough votes to say it's false start we're in the pits or whatever um how how would we make that work for innocent crashes such as what we saw over the weekend so just to finish that story we actually finished p28th in the end 50 odd laps behind the winners um and From a Mupar Gaming point of view, that was our first team finish in any endurance race over the last two years. So, well done to my uh, fellow teammates. Very proud of you all. And thanks for the support on stream. Dre is the Audible iRacer's companion. Want to improve your results or get more wins? Download Dre, the Digital Race Engineer. Hit the link in the show notes for a 10% discount. Our next topic tonight is a follow-on, really, f- to uh, last week's podcast with uh, MJ and Annie. Um, it's about opportunities for female uh, motorsport racing. So on Motorsport UK, I've come across an opportunity to join the BWT Alpine F1 Team's Girls Mentoring Scheme. So this article uh, talks, had a very small article, but it basically says the BWT Alpine F1 team with support from Motorsport UK and the Girls on Track UK have launched a new mentoring scheme on our inviting secondary school age girls in year nine who aspire to work in motorsport to apply. The mentoring scheme has been designed for future motorsport professionals interested in factory office and engineering roles. Individuals selected to enter the mentoring scheme will have BWT Alpine F1 team members as their dedicated mentor. The mentor will provide guidance and support via regular video conferences and face-to-face meetups. Having regular advice and encouragement to the mentee. These great opportunities would all come as standard for all mentees who take part in the scheme. So, anybody that is interested in applying for this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, there is a, a link to the application, and it's got to be in by no later than this Friday, folks. The applications will be looked at by the BWT Alpine F1 team, and successful applicants will be notified by Monday, the sixth of March. The launch event will be held on Tuesday the 4th of April at BW2 Point F1 Team in Enstow, Oxfordshire, and candidates will need to be free on this date to start the programme. Well, for me, that's a massive, massive opportunity for uh, some young ladies to, you know, potentially get a road into an F1 Team drive. Who knows? So, if interested, go to www motorsport org. if you go to the news section you'll find it on there so good luck of to those who, who enter so as i mentioned there girls on track um is a program uh, and it's a joint initiative between the fia and motorsport uk uniting susie wolf's dare to be a different initiative founded in 2016 with the FIA's Girls on Track program founded in 2019. Motorsport UK have joined forces with the FIA in this new project, Girls on Track UK. It includes events to inspire girls and women into seeing and believing that there is a rightful and valuable place for them in the motorsports industry. Uh, The varied range of opportunities within our sport means that there is something for everyone regardless of your interests. Uh, gender and race basically it carries on reading the article we have a great team of ambassadors who are inspirational women within motorsport from team principals to mechanics presenters to engineers our ambassadors cover the breadth of the sport attending school and networking events in addition to speaking at virtual events just a few ways that our ambassadors are actively involved in this initiative They provide an important insight into the sport and their support and knowledge is invaluable. So it then splits up into school events and community events. So for school events, we offer girls aged 8 to 18 a a unique opportunity to participate in our free Girls on Track events. The goal of the program is to inspire and encourage an interest in STEM subjects and industries among schoolgirls with the aim of increasing female participation in these sectors, using motorsport as a medium to expose them to the incredible opportunities and career paths within the sport. And then the community events. In addition to running events to inspire the younger generation of females, we also have a free-to-join online community for women of all ages. The ability to meet our members both online and at networking events allows our members to connect with other people who have a passion for motorsport. We encourage members to ask advice from one another and, and showcase their successes to inspire others. Whether this be a podium in a race, a good result in an engineering exam, or for getting a job working within a motorsport, our community shares and celebrates it all. Well, folks, there again, this is on the www.motorsport.com. UK.org website. Um, there's YouTube videos, there's absolutely everything. So, budding young female drivers that is the place to go, folks. And we're all inspired now by, again, as I mentioned earlier, MJ and Annie for switching us on to trying to push opportunities for female racers to come onto the service. <laughs> Okay, folks, time for the podcast again for the up-and-coming tracks and your favourite cars and where to race next week. So, without further ado, here we go. Skip Barber, you're racing at Long Beach. Formula C, the Red Bull. GT3 Fanatec Challenge, you're on Okiyama. The GR Toyota Cup, Road America. Formula V, Okiyama. Simlabs Challenge, you're on Circuit of Americas. GT4, Nürburgring Grand Prix Streck, Grand Prix Legends, Road America. Touring car, you find yourself on Scoggin, Ferrari GT3 Challenge. Motorsport Arena, Oberschleben. Formula D, Road America. Formula B, Nürburgring Grand Prix Streck, Porsche Cup, all the way to Sebring. Stockcar Brazil can't remember to mention that, but you're on Legacy Phoenix Raceway LMP two Belle Isle Mazda Okiama GT Sprint also on Okiama Formula A Circuit Magnicourt Advanced Mazda you're racing at the Hungaro ring Classic Lotus Barcelona Spec Racer Ford Mount Panorama Imse Belisle, R Sabring, and finally this week, The Radical at Brands Hatch. So that just leaves me to say thank you for listening. Next week's episode is another interview with some Norwegian iRacers. So we have Gordon Haig and Joachim Kode coming to the show. So tune in for that. That's next week with our Norwegian iRacers. Until then, look after yourself and I will see you on the track soon.